0: This podcast is part of E2C Network, where we share the whole Auburn experience. David Housel said it best, the whole of the Auburn experience. It's the thing that we experience and has a variety of things. Yes, it's all about our sports, but it's more than just that. It's about uh, people, places, and things. At its core, though, it is about our sports. It is about our culture. And it is about our family. And because it is about family, which means we've got to have people here to make up that family, that's why I'm here, your host as usual, Kyle Loomis, and uh, my co-host is normal, Austin Scott, is still out on sabbatical of sorts, uh, raising some twins that just came into the world and I'm sure we we're not done talking about that. We are hoping to have him back next week. But because of this and anticipating this, we've had some great personalities come join in for the last couple of times we've been doing this. We've got another one tonight. A very familiar voice, maybe first time face that you've ever seen here at E2C Network. I'd like to welcome AJ Richardson, a co-host of the No Huddle podcast on E2C Network. AJ, welcome to the show.
1: Yeah. Thanks, Kyle. I appreciate it. Uh, I've been following along as you've kind of gone down this journey, Um, being a very football focused show in no huddle. I've really enjoyed, you know, digging into football and that's kind of my, my love and my passion, but I also love to step back and view what, what is Auburn? You know, what is, what makes up Auburn? You know, does it, you know, includes food. It includes the other sports besides football and uh, I'm really excited to get to talk about all of that. Uh, you know, even things that are slightly not typically Auburn, like Bucky's, or <laughs> uh, you know, things like that that may not you think when you go to Auburn. But hey, Bucky's is in Auburn now. Things like that that will will make and kind of start to change um, slightly. You know what Auburn is, and yep. I think for a lot of it, people are a little scared of change. But this is there's a lot of great change going on. Um, an excitement uh, that goes on with any kind of uh, change as
0: well. Right. Well, so here's the great thing about Bucky's. We're not done talking about it, folks. Most of you are rolling your eyes at this point because you're like, "God, this guy talked all about Bucky's <laughs> last week." Austin and I, I think that is one thing that I'm saving for me and him. I, you, you've at least gotten to mention it here, and so I wanted to give you the opportunity just to at least say you talked about Bucky's. I mean, did you ever think that this would be happening in an Auburn situation?
1: Not necessarily
0: Auburn because I, I, it
1: seems like. Bucky's is kind of like one of those, just like you drive down to the beach, you see it, or you go yeah. out to Texas and you see it. And I thought, oh, little old Auburn. I don't know if we'd ever get a Bucky's. Like even when the rumors started popping up, right. I didn't think necessarily they would materialize.
0: Well, and think about it too. If you, most of the ones you've already been to, I want to maybe I shouldn't say most, but you would think, well, maybe it's supposed to be right next to, if not inside a major city. But most of the ones that I've been to, they're Somewhat in between major stopping points, which I think makes perfect sense for this type of place if it's a stopping destination at this point. So I'm excited for it. As I've mentioned, we're not going to spend this episode talking a lot about it. We're probably the first episode back. We have Austin. He and I will just gush about Bucky's more content even beyond that coming out there. I do want to throw this out there. We mentioned Uh, that Austin will be back uh, hopefully next week if everything works according to plan. If not, you'll see another special guest here. That's the good news. I do want to address the bad news and then not to brush past it, it, but also just to kind of not linger on it too much. Um, The Auburn community obviously is this little village on the plains, but there are many surrounding communities. And I think this one is kind of on the way outskirts, but there was obviously a tragedy with a shooting in Dadeville um, not too far from Auburn, between Auburn and Lake Martin, essentially. And it's been, and it's, there's people in Dayville that very much are connected with Auburn stuff. So obviously this seems cliche at times, but I obviously wanted to say that our prayers go out to everyone that's been involved with that. And just a reminder for everybody, this is my personal statement. This is not, uh, not AG is not endorsing this, but I'm going to say it from my personal viewpoint and stay that, uh, statement on this. I hope everybody will take a deep breath And stop pushing agendas and just realize the fact that lives were lost. And that's really the only thing that matters right now. And so I hope we can sit in that and just acknowledge that a community that's connected pretty closely to Auburn is suffering right now. And so our prayers go out to them very much. So now that we've covered that and at least addressed uh, one of our outskirts, the Auburn family, let's talk about something else and uh, a, a bit of good and a bit of bad, some things ending in the sports world for Auburn, Uh, Darian Goborn. Let's start there. She is uh, now officially done after a fifth year with the Auburn Tigers and got to go as a single participant to potentially win a single national championship out there uh, on the biggest stage in gymnastics. And uh, even though she came away without the championship, I was so happy to see her get that one more time. And I imagine you feel the same way.
1: Yeah. Every time, if you've watched Darian Goborn, which – if you're an Auburn fan, I hope you have. Um, if you haven't, please go watch some highlight of one of her floor routines this year, previous ones, because it is truly an entertaining piece that, that I'm so glad that people really enjoy uh, watching. And Darian, just being kind of a showman, bigger personality than sometimes it seems uh, at, in life, like they're, they're just bigger than life. And I think Darian is uh, definitely one of those that people latch onto and said, wow, that's awesome. I love um, her story. Uh, I love how she has come and really made a name for herself. Been here for five years. That's pretty awesome.
0: It's a long time.
1: That's a long time, especially in gymnastics world where you probably get them for four years. And if you get them all four years, that'd be awesome. But, you know, it's,
0: it's really amazing right yeah I'm, I'm gonna miss her a lot and i think you and i off screen off screen before uh, we hit the record quote unquote button for this part of the show this is why those of you that are listening should always come and watch the live recording because there's things before and after we were having like a general discussion about things quote unquote underperforming this year in terms of athletics and i think a lot of people had expectations for gymnastics because SUNY was back because Darian was back because X, Y, Z, all, all these different athletes were back. And not that we were a shoe in for a national title. I think a lot of people were like, Oh, Auburn's going to be there just like they were last year because basically everybody's back. And then some, and I think a lot of context was missing in that, you know, some key elements. Some uh, I think it's Olivia Graves is her name was supposed to compete this year. And she had to sit out because of an injury who um, a lot of people talk about. She's the next best thing. At Auburn, and there's plenty of other people at Auburn's uh, gymnastics team that are the next best thing, just to be honest with you. But um, it, it is over now. And the saddest thing is that we'll have to say goodbye to obviously SUNY, but obviously, you know, Darian Goborn, who I, I think it's interesting when you think about it. You would think SUNY would have all the star power, but it, Darian to me is still the star of that program, even with an Olympic athlete in your midst. That was Darian's program, and it was it's really cool to watch and see very briefly let's mention this as well the uh auburn equestrian team unfortunately comes up just one match short of a national title after winning a fifth consecutive sec title made it past that scary first round the last two seasons getting knocked out in the first round and uh, made it to the national championship and lost to SMU. So not underperforming by any stretch. You'd imagine AJ, as we've just talked about, but equestrian just continues to at least be relevant. If not almost dominant, every single year.
1: Yeah, they are a fun one. Uh, My parents recently went to watch them uh, and and they were just talking about how educational it is. So if you haven't gone to an equestrian meet, I think Auburn Elvis does a great job of talking about it as well. Uh, But one of the things that my parents learned very quickly was what is an equestrian meet? What are the events? How are they scored? Um, And and that piece is kind of pretty cool, but even bigger, take a bigger step back, you know, this team and previous teams have kind of been in the running for a national championship. We have plenty of them to go around for equestrian. And uh, this one um, I was looking at some of the, at least at the beginning we fell pretty far behind in our national championship uh, run and our final meet. Um, and we ended up battling back, almost came back and won um, against a very highly uh, ranked SMU. And, uh, you know, that's just part of it. Um, you know, it, sometimes you, you get caught back. And uh, you just can't battle all the way back. But hey, the battling is the really, honestly, the important part. And guess what? Those girls, yeah, would it be awesome if they got the national championship? Absolutely. But they'll also remember that their team battled um, when they were down uh, really far early in this ma- match.
0: Yeah. Uh, obviously, very disappointing to see them come so close, battle back, uh, but very proud. Uh, they walk away with an SEC title.
1: Yeah. They walk
0: away still being relevant in the national title picture for equestrian again. So there's nothing to be ashamed of for Greg Williams, these ladies and this program and this fan base, because we are still that big of a deal when it comes to that. We're uh, obviously expecting and hoping, hoping for big things again next year. And we, uh, we appreciate, as you mentioned, Auburn Elvis being out there covering for everybody, but especially Uh, He does some work here for us at ETC Network with the War Horses podcast. So check that out if you have not. We did take last week off because not only was a day, a day, uh, the opening of Bucky's, I, I told you, we we're going to mention it like a thousands of times, uh, Easter weekend, the most awful like Saturday of rain ever. I mean, it would seem like every a statue unveiling, it was just so much going on. So w- there was no way given that given Austin still being out, uh, that i was going to be able to ask or even expect someone on the easter weekend to do a show so we are back from that week off and can finally talk about AJ. and this is honestly aj this is why i wanted you here specifically uh not because i couldn't find anybody else as i told clint <laughs> <laughs> i was, he gets it gets under his skin every time i tell him that And i'm like you you know that joke's coming <laughs> just know every single time so you actually were sought out aj just know that not like clint um, <laughs> and you have the same last name, so go figure. Yeah, but we're not related, which is just the oddest thing in the world. It, anyway, and you're both Auburn fans, and that's still a common. And area. we went to college at the same time. so it, It's there's so many commonalities between the two of you. It's scary, and I think you're both lying about not being related <laughs> to each other. And well, some in the certain light, when you stand next to each other in the shadow of Jordan Hair, I'm like, they're somehow related. They're just not telling us. <laughs> This is not the segment about how Clinton AJ are related. This is about a day weekend. We're finally getting a chance a week later to talk about it. Uh, I want to hear about your experience. I've shared a little bit about my experience on various things around E2C Network uh, already, and I'll do a little bit more here. But since you're our special guest, talk to me about what you saw, you experienced. Uh, at A Day and uh, the storm of the century that it was, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think leading up
1: to it, I think it was a little lackluster of like, even I feel like that the media wasn't necessarily pushing it, Um, or there wasn't, you know, a lot of players saying, come join us at A Day, or even Hugh Freeze to some extent, like kind of not like, hey, you can come. It's not going to be a final product. Obviously it's a day, but there, there just wasn't a lot of excitement. And then you build on top of that, all of the kind of tough stuff of weather, a day, um, just all the eight day event stuff right. and uh, masters and then Easter, obviously. And all of those really kind of build upon itself that there were lots of just pulling it, you know, pulling around with people's uh, focus, and, and then it's just dreary and people didn't want to come out and you're like, okay, cool, whatever. But it's still a time. It's it's the coach's first time to get their, their squad out there. And from a performance standpoint, I think everybody's expectations were, were hopefully tempered
0: if they weren't already just and like they ne- are never tempered enough, no, Austin. No. Like, the people that we're talking about, uh, this was such a you know abysmal what, what did you expect yeah. like I, I still don't get people that think that way that, that's just, I'm not going to get on that soapbox so go <laughs> ahead sorry oh you're good
1: Um, and, and that's just the, like the nature of it you think oh spring you got most of your team on campus you're ready to go let's let's start throwing the ball around scoring tons of touchdowns um, and, and You know, we did score 24 points, which I think is pretty good considering the circumstances. Um, But when it comes down to like the X's and O's, I was like, all right, there are pieces here that we can obviously build on. And that's the important part. Um, It wasn't like, oh, wow, we are in a lot of deep trouble with this. I mean, how many times I saw the offensive line pushing the defensive line around and opening up holes was so encouraging me we have not seen that consistently happen for a very long time. It feels like, and there were just a lot of um, pieces like the running back situation where you're like, wow, we legitimately probably have three guys already on campus that could be starters Mm -hmm. at most schools. And yet we're going to probably have some depth there, which I think is good. Um, You just never know with running backs and how that all uh, shakes out throughout the season with injuries or whatnot. Oh Yeah. and just the overall, uh, I don't know, just the excitement. There, there was definitely some excitement around He Freeze. right? And I wish there were more fans. If it was a prettier day, I think there would have been a lot more fans. I,
0: I agree with you, AJ. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and say it was gonna be a hardcore one of the best eight A attendees. I just think he even tempered the expectations without the rain and stuff coming, given into that equation. He said, folks, we're not going to show you a lot because that's one of our biggest things that we have going for us this year is nobody knows exactly what to expect from what we're going to do here at Auburn. They've seen my tape, but they haven't seen what I'm going to do here. So we can't give that up. The one advantage that we have in a very tumultuous situation, we find ourselves in trying to pick up the pieces from a, Another transition in a two-year time frame, so I, I i really think that if this had been better weather, you probably sit somewhere in the thirty to forty thousand uh, attendance. Yeah. What, what was the attendance? Do you remember? They said like twelve thousand. Yeah, something I, like that. I was like, I don't know. no, no, we didn't break ten thousand nah, on that. Yeah. Maybe that was tickets sold. Now that's a true, bit. right? But you know, here's the thing. I'm just going to throw this out there, AJ. Uh, Not all us, you know, hoity-toity people get to sit up in the covered areas like you and, you know, people (laughs) close to you. So those of us that, you know, just have to suffer out there in the elements, I can understand. But you (laughs) getting to sit up there, having the audacity to send a picture to the group. Happy to be here at 8A, sitting here out of the wind, out of the rain. So just thanks for that. Well, I, I got to thank
1: my grandparents. They have donated oh, lots really. of money, thankfully, to the university. And that, that was kind of my reward, I guess. But the, yeah, it, it's its not that I'm trying to flaunt that. Like, I I'm know, obviously I not. Um, I, I think it was just, I, I said it not even thinking. And oh, I, they, I knew you read.
0: didn't. <laughs> I knew you didn't. That's why I made a big deal about it. I was like, this is so not what AJ means, but I'm going to make a big deal about it just because. Of and I'm, I'm sitting out here miserable because I was at that point. Uh, I was going to stick it out with my poncho on out in the open. And then I just said, Nope, I'm going up to where some overhang is. And I was, I'm still getting wet, but it was awful. So uh, you guys have talked about in the no huddle podcast, please do check it out. If you have it, you can find it on all podcast, um, apps, the, our main E2C network feed with all the podcasts that's on that one. And even on the other E2C network, YouTube channel description links are down there for all these things where you can listen to those there as well. Um, I would recommend that for you uh, listeners out there who haven't heard their analysis of a day that, and I say, they, AJ and Jared, his co-host, they do a good job. And so please do uh, go check their analysis out. So we won't really go into detail about that, but anything else from a day that you can take away from or whether it's football related or not, I I know you probably got in and got out, but what else from a day that you might want to mention, if anything. I, I was very encouraged by
1: our special teams. Yeah, um, And I, I think that the special teams piece of it was definitely lackluster under the previous administration. And so I'm very excited to see, especially with, you know, Alex McPherson. I mean, you saw him. Yeah. Did he miss like a 50 yarder?
0: Yeah. In the rain, in the wind. You, I mean, come on.
1: You're, yeah. You're in the rain. It's in the, like, there's so many elements against you and he just, he had enough power. He just missed it just a little bit wide. And it's like, Okay, whatever. Like, but it just shows you that I think we are going still down like a positive route of special teams and kind of getting better as we go um, in special teams. And that that's the part that I I was just I, I wasn't necessarily expecting, but it was a good confirmation that I think we'll be okay. I think we will.
0: Uh, I always say this before we start live recordings, we don't pay attention to the chat a lot, but I did see a comment pop up that I want to address because I was just thinking this, um, that yes, special teams, especially this year, it's a good point you bring up can be the difference in a lot of games. When you are in a situation that we find ourselves in a lot of transition, we're our next topic we're about to hit in just a matter of minutes here, the transfer portal going through transitions in every facet of this program, you have got to, take advantage of the little things, special teams, extra points, punting coverage, and then obviously taking care of the ball and tackling. If Auburn can come in out of this a day this summer being more fundamentally sound, taking care of those other things like special teams and giving enough time where we're not making these other mistakes that make the situation even harder time for the defense and the offense to come along. We could have a surprising year, but still temper the expectations folks. Coach Freeze has tried his best, and if I value a coach when they say things and they mean it, and he said that leading up to A-Day, and boy, was he right, temper your expectations, because you didn't hardly see anything except the ball run. Uh, what One pass, though, which was Robbie Ashford to an individual who's in the transfer portal now, so yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll mention that in, in a little bit. But overall, just my interpretations of the weekend that was obviously not what it could have been performance from the football team just overall experience of that weekend and hopefully next time around we're having a much more exciting complete holistic three maybe four days that you could have on the plains of auburn getting back together and what to me is almost like a homecoming 2.0 so we'll wait and see next year and when year comes back around we'll see how much better if it is It is the thing that in one instance everybody will love, but it's also the thing in the other instance that everybody will lament. When it works for you, it's great. When it's not doing exactly what you want it to do, wow. The you cry babies on social media will just have at it. The transfer portal, AJ. Hmm. The transfer portal's been here for what two years now, maybe? I think it's so, like two, four years. Two full years. You but think- there's been changes
1: as we've gone. And right. obviously this is another kind of iteration of what it is.
0: And so, yeah, there's just, you know, coaches, players are all trying to figure it out. And so that's one problem that this has, whether it was NIL, because both these things kind of came about at the same time, the transfer portal, NIL, a lot of it was do something to make a response, right? And to try to say that they're doing something without having these (sighs) stipulations, these considerations, at least that's how it seems for the transfer portal and stuff. And so I think that's where the frustration comes in. So, but when it works for you, it does. So what I would like for us to discuss is this, I would like for us to talk about the good things and the bad things that have happened thus far, not just in football, but for a lot of things, uh, in Auburn sports, and I had to write down a list before we start here. So um, let's give you a list of what, as of the recording on Sunday evening of this podcast that we we know of, have transferred out of football. Desmond Tisdell, Cameron Brown, Jeffrey Imba, Tavares Dawson. AJ, I would love for you to give some thoughts on those names and anything you take away from the initial departures of the transfer portal for Auburn football.
1: Yeah, it's just the world I think we live in now. I mean, I, I'm a very loyal person when it comes to just about anything. And, you know, if I was a college athlete, I'd probably stay at whatever university I had originally committed to. But that's not the reality of what it is now. And you just see these players like Emba, Dawson, Tisdale, Cam Brown. And you're like, wow, these these were names, you know, when they came to Auburn, Pretty highly talked about guys and for most of them they've had pretty limited you know time to play at Auburn you know they they have you know they've been here but they haven't made as many plays catches whatever it is they're doing and you know you look at even somebody like Tarbar Dawson and I was like he he was one of Jared and my guys especially in the wide receiver room to watch because we we were thinking wow this is this could be another guy To really make the depth better at wide receiver. And then you look at what he did last year. He only had two catches for 30 yards. And you're like, that puts in perspective, you know, did he have sure? You know, that 40 yard catch, that was the wow moment. That was the biggest pass. That was the biggest play that we had. But like everything else is kind of just showing him like we we probably need, and, and this is kind of the hard part of the transfer portal. Guys have to leave to open up spots for the transfers to come in. And at this point, from what I've kind of heard, Auburn has like 90 to 93 ish kind of uh, scholarship positions. And you got to get that down. Mm -hmm. So by the time Auburn comes in the fall, we got to get that back down to a a number, I think it's 85. Um, And so you have to have players leave in order to have more come in. So this is, you know, we just started this yesterday, the transfer portal opening up and it's through April 30th. And I think these, these guys are just the start of it. Um, And just to set your expectations and it's going to be hard um, seeing a lot of guys like this that are big names probably leave. Yeah, And that's going to be hard because a lot of these players had a lot of high hopes. We had, we had hopes for them. Um, And so to see that, that kind of, you know, move on, maybe to a different school, hopefully to a different school if they are in the transfer portal. Um, But we've also seen guys like Dawson, who he put his name in in October, came back, played the spring. Now he's back in it. And you're thinking it could happen again. You know, some one of these guys like Emba, you know, I think he's very good. I think he'll find a spot. But it would be pretty cool, you know, a few months later, we found out Emba takes his name
0: out of the transfer portal. So do you may really think like- that's going to happen, though? It, it I may. I, th- I feel like that's kind of the outlier, though. Yeah. I, I don't get the feeling that Emba's coming back. I hope I'm wrong. I, I really do. Um, I, I That one was probably, if you want to talk about being shocked, and I was – doing my best whenever I was on here at E2C network or wherever, talking to people, prepping people get ready. I mean, you're about to see a lot of people leave no matter the sport. Cause this is the transfer portal. I mean, we're right here a day after the spring part of the transfer portal just opened up. People are going to leave. People are going to be coming in, you know, like it, this is just get ready, prepare yourself. But I think yeah. a lot of us had some maybe names in mind and maybe some of the other ones are ones that you thought about, but Jeffrey Imba was one that I think a lot of people outside of those that are quote unquote in the know, um, were surprised by and I understand that because he was a guy that seemed like he was up and coming, probably the gem, one of the gems of the harsh scenario one of the few things that people will probably acknowledge that was a good thing or good gets. And so it hurts to see that go. So we'll sit here and wait, see what happens with the rest of this transfer portal cycle. I'm sure we'll be talking a lot about it here on this podcast or anything else we do with E2C network. Um, but I did want to also mention other aspects of the transfer portal, other sports. Some good and bad. Um, right now, Auburn basketball is in the middle of a, What's <laughs> a nice way of putting it, AJ, changeover of the guard is probably, and that's a pun on play on words. <laughs> I just thought about it with the loss of several names. Yohan Treor, um, mm. you know, Wendell Green, there was speculation if Alan Flanagan was going to leave, and then, then he was on the roster again. I don't still don't understand what really is going on with that situation, and there's more to come. Good thing Denver Jones has transferred in uh, by all accounts. Speculation-wise, looks to be what we need to fill some areas that we didn't do as well this year. That's a good thing. Uh, it's not really transfer portal, but kind of mixed within this. Peyton Marshall, the 2024 center, decommitted at that time. And then you've got a bunch of other names that are apparently close to making decisions that we maybe by the time you're watching or listening to this have already happened. Um, So I want to open it up to you, AJ, thoughts on maybe basketball stuff, if you have any. And and one in particular, too, the discussion and rumor of Devin Cambridge returning to the (laughs) Auburn Tigers. I still just for my own safety of uh, not getting my hopes up about that type of feel good story. I'm not putting bank on that and I'm probably going to be wrong and people can show this to me and say, wow, you were wrong on that one. But thoughts <laughs> on basketball situation right now with the transfer portal and maybe even a little bit of Devin Cambridge.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's obviously affected basketball. I think you see it quote unquote less in basketball. Yeah. Uh, it's because there's less people on the roster. You see it a lot in football. It feels like during the transfer portal for football, it feels like every day or every other day, Somebody's leaving. And it's just kind of the reality of it. Basketball, much less your rosters are much less. Um, and it is tough. You know, you have guys that you like Peyton uh, Marshall, a four star, seven foot tall guy. And, and you have high hopes of him because, you know, you know you have to have somebody like that. Um, I, I, I come back to your, your kind of your final thought about you know, ca- Cambridge. I would love to see Cambridge potentially come back. It's a feel good story, right? It would be so good because
0: it wasn't Cambridge. And one of uh, which team did you transfer to? He went to Arizona state to play with his brother for a year. Yeah. And I saw people like downplaying this and like, guys just don't get so excited about it. I like, that's the coolest story. I mean, it is a cool story. It if that's what happens. You transferred. People gave you crap for leaving. You went to play with your brother and then you came back. I mean, I don't know that that's necessarily what he planned to do, but if it works out the way, it's just a cool story. And he came back to us, come back home, into the family. Into That'd be the so home. Cool.
1: And and you could tell while he was at Auburn, it, it's just like a lot of these players, they really enjoyed their time. They enjoyed the teammates. If he comes back, there will stu- still be a good number of teammates that he's played alongside. And uh, I don't know. It, he
0: was a fun one. I mean, he, he was. Uh... He's got bounced for days, man. Yeah. I'd love to see it. Yeah. Yes. I'd love to see that happening again. So, listen, I'm going to be all over that if it happens. I just – I can't bring myself to believe <laughs> it's going to happen just for my own protection, for my little Auburn heart to be burst. Yeah. Uh, and what better selling point for Auburn? We, we're so good. People that leave come back. Uh-huh. Like players in the transfer portal. That's how good – like think about that from a marketing standpoint. Yeah. All over that. You're welcome, Auburn Athletics. I've just done your job for you.
1: <laughs> well, it just reminds me when I was in college a little bit, you know, I, I went to college with Cam Newton. Um, I'll just throw it out there. Just name
0: drop. OK, why don't you?
1: You know, well, and then then my senior year, uh, 2015, uh, Cam Newton went back to college graduated. It just kind of reminds me it's the feel good story, but it's also a good story of, you know, players that, you know, top caliber talent obviously Heisman trophy winner Cam Newton comes back to Auburn and decides to finish his degree yep. which most athletes when they're that big don't even care they're they're not even going to do that and i think that's a little piece of auburn that just you know it keeps keeps you pulling back mm-hmm. uh, i mean even like we've seen some uh you know Suny Lee at AA like who would have thought Suny Lee would have gone
0: to an a day game that was just gross And she did. But she doesn't care about Auburn. She's just here just to give her something to do, right? That's what everybody else was saying. Just to pass the time between Olympics, apparently. Right, right. You know, Tim Hudson came back and did the same thing and stayed around to be an assist non-paid coach. He doesn't need to get paid. We all know that we acknowledge all these things, but it's still... The story remains the same here: is that Auburn is something special and different. And when professional athletes who don't need the money, don't need to have their degree, don't need to come back, and those that aren't professional yet, like in Devin, King, they they at least can entertain the idea. That tells you there's something special and something different. And that's what we talk about here. Yeah. Uh, last little thing: I know it's an odd transition, just to kind of end on. We were on this transfer portal topic. Um, Auburn has stole a Alabama player in the transfer portal which is just in women's basketball which is is just hilarious to me so (laughs) congratulations to them so there you go a roundup of what's been happening in the transfer portal still plenty to talk about and i'm sure it's changed a lot maybe by the time you're watching or listening this aj we want to thank you so much for joining us as a guest co-host here on the auburn experience episode 31 we have appreciated you sir and i'd love to give you an opportunity to plug anything that you'd like people to know about yourself where they can find you
1: Yeah, uh, of course I do. The No Huddle podcast on the UTC network. Uh, We uh, love to cover all great things, Auburn football. Um, I know we kept things pretty high level, but on our show, we get a little bit more in depth, Uh, cover the big storylines of Auburn football. Uh, And there's just always a lot to talk about, even during the doldrums of summer. uh, We'll come at you with some uh, fun off season topics. Um, So keep uh, your head on a swivel for that. Um, And then also, if you want to find me on Twitter, you can follow me at ajayjy underscore.
0: You can follow me on Twitter at Kyle Loomis24. We appreciate you all tuning in to episode 31 of the Auburn Experience Podcast. Until we talk to you again, War Eagle. War Eagle.